Hi everyone and welcome to another Firms Consulting Podcast and you know before I even begin this podcast I'm going to tell you right up front that I'm speaking about a subject that as an organization Firms Consulting and I personally feel very strongly about so I'm going to be a bit uh, emotional not start crying or anything like that but you know get to the core of this point very quickly to say what I think I see happening and why I think it is wrong. So the the topic I'm going to talk about here is why do women sell themselves so short in business and in general? And I'm going to point to some specific examples of this. Three examples, actually. And they, it's been kind of building up. And the third one really, you know, I was I remember speaking to this person. And when the third event took place, I realized I just had to say something about it. So let's talk about the first event, right? Uh, one of our clients really talented lady you know she this lady knows what she's doing um is launching a business which is in the uh, let's just say it's in a very feminine field right and for those of you who must be smirking there when i say feminine field i can assure you that the challenges or the pain of launching a product in a feminine field requires a great deal of masculinity. You know, to deal with suppliers, production, working capital, inventory, and so on is not something to sneeze about. She's not launching a startup where you sit in a little room, code away, and go to Starbucks and tell people you're going for a business meeting. She's a pretty tough lady. I have a lot of respect for her. But she made a comment to me almost 18 months ago, which stayed in my head. She told me, Michael, but aren't men better than women? And I was thinking to myself, wow, you are someone that I think is a role model for women, I still think she's a role model for women, but deep down, you actually believe that men are superior to women just by the fact that they have a a Y chromosome, I think it is. How, how can that be someone as co- accomplished as you, as talented as you, who's doing so much and I'm sure is going to do much more launching a business and so on, actually thinks that, right? So that was a bit jarring for me. And it's given me, it, it also led me to think that women are not successful not because men are better, but because women think they are inferior. Right? Women just believe they are inferior because they are told everywhere they are inferior. Everything that they see tells them that they are second best. They, they watch double, what's it, Cosmo TV, and it's always the men proposing to the woman. It's a father walking the bride down to give away his daughter like she's a piece of meat. The point is that you know, it's got to stop at some point. Uh, second incident. When we were redesigning firms consulting, we spoke to eight agencies, um, very good agencies, you know, Code and Theory, Tisha, and so on. Eventually, Tisha got the work. Um, but these were outstanding agencies that had done work for just about every major, um, you know, a media enterprise in the world, from, you know, Vogue to The Verge to the redesign of Time magazine. We, we brought in the best agencies we could find. One thing happened which really made me again realize how naive people are. So I was sitting in this meeting and uh, one of the agencies were pitching to us, right? And um, this lady starts talking about how they're going to build a website to show that we are business focused. I think that's great. We do want to present a professional image. You know, firms consulting, no advertising is allowed, very professional image. And then she said, okay, the way we're going to do it is we're going to build a logo around a tie for you. And I said, hey, hold the phone one second here. There is, I think my exact words were, there is no chance in hell that we are going to build a company around the image of a tie. Because can you imagine? 
imagine the image that's going to send to female clients around the world and male and, and young females who are looking at management consulting they look at a company whose logo is a tie and what are you saying business is about men we can't have it you, you cannot have that it's never going to happen you know you're going to have to redesign whatever logo you want us to come up with right and there, here's a woman who's quite successful. She runs, you know, the the team for one of the most famous design houses in New York City, and she's telling me that we're going to use ties to show professionalism. And, I, and it got me thinking. But you're a woman. Uh, you know, h- how can you not see that is wrong? Obviously, that agency didn't get the work because I, I felt that they didn't understand that very fundamental point that firms consulting as, a, as an organization pushes that you know you must not do things to alienate women in any way, implicit or explicit. And I think a lot of it is implicit. We don't do it because we want to alienate women, but we're doing things that alienate women that we don't think about. The third thing for me was, I would say, the straw that, as they say, broke the camel's back. I always like to meet that camel whose straw broke his back. He must have been a pretty weak camel if one piece of straw broke his back, right? Anyway, that's a different story. So anyway, I was speaking to another very talented PhD. I would say a lady that I think of all the clients we have or had is easily in the top five not just as a client of firms consulting, but someone I think that, you know, if you let her loose in the world, she's probably going to become like Marissa Mayer or, you know, a more successful version of Cyril Sandberg or, you know, someone that, you know, redefines an, in, redefines an era. Let's put it that way. And we were talking and talking about the new website and she sent me a note saying, well, Michael, it'd be great if you guys had these emoji icons, you know, those Japanese emoticons. And, you know, you had something business oriented like a suit and tie and, and it just jarred me for a minute. Here is someone who I would consider to be, you know, pretty forward-thinking. And she probably didn't mean anything negative by this at all. But still associates business with a tie, a very male connotation. Now, I don't get it why women sell themselves so short. I, I really don't understand how you can get up in the morning and look at all these men who are you know, let's be honest, you know, we are we run the world, but we didn't get it there because we're smart. We got it there because we, we, we are physically stronger and we are still, in the world still pretty much run in that way and it'll take time for that to change. But but if you don't think you can succeed at something, you're never going to do. And this is the point I want to raise in today's podcast. I speak to many female clients. I mean, female, Firms Consulting has more female clients now than male clients. That's a fact. We have 54 to 56% female clients and about 46% male clients. And you may think it's a small thing, but if you get up in the morning and in your head you are saying, you know what, I'm not as good as the males. I need to not try to do something that males are going to do. If you think you can't do something, you're not going to try to do it and therefore you're never going to know if you can do it. And that's the point I'm trying to raise here. If as a female, you are thinking somehow that males are better than you and you are inferior, uh, I'm not sure how to convince you that that is wrong. Besides making sure that you understand that if you don't take this shot now, you are never going to take this shot. And it's not a simple thing. You know, you may be asking yourself, okay, if I don't do this, what impact does it have on me? Well, it has a big impact on you. 
well, let's just think about this from you know, economic standpoint, because that's the only standpoint that counts in a capitalist society. You don't take the shot to do something you really want, whether it's management, consulting, investment banking, whatever it is, uh, it doesn't matter. You end up in an inferior role, right? Earning less money. Working with people that are not as challenging and exciting as you would like to be around. And let's be honest, you give your best work when you're around exciting, challenging people. So you're earning a little, you're earning less money, firstly. So economically, you have less options than males who are going to not look at you and be intimidated by this little lady. Second, you are working around people that don't thrill you. So you're obviously not as excited to do your best. So actually, your earning power is low and it's getting lower because you're not in, you know, interested in doing your best work because you're around people that don't bring out the best in you. And what happens over time, it just becomes an eroding factor and you go down this part of mediocrity. Now, I can assure you that there are two categories of women who break in and compete against men head on. The ones who, I would say, grew up in good households, and when I say good household, they had very, very supportive and nurturing parents who taught them that they can do whatever they want and, you know, um, they have that innate confidence. Now, the vast majority of us don't have that. We didn't grow up like that, right? So th we come to the other group. The ones that, despite what they were told to the contrary, they say, oh, I don't care about that. I'm going to do it anyway. Right? It's not easy for them. It's not fun for them, but they fight and they win. Now, the point is, those two groups make up 5% of all females that I've ever seen. Now, it upsets me when I see females selling themselves short and saying things like, oh, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do that. What, do you think that I get up in the morning and know I can do the things I do? Do you think that, I don't know, let's say Dominic Barton gets up in the morning and say, tells his wife, you know what, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Of course, the hell, the guy doesn't know what he's going to do. He runs a company that doesn't have a strategy. McKinsey doesn't have a strategy and they're quite proud of the fact as all, you know, services firms should be, you shouldn't have a strategy. It should be just serving your clients. But, Part of being successful is not knowing what you're going to do. It's being comfortable in not knowing what you're going to do. And what I would really caution you here is if you're a female client, and even if you're not a client of Firms Consulting, you're able to contact our clients and you know start this dialogue about how you're going to do things. You know, I always tell people, I operate in two philosophies, one philosophy with two elements, sorry, think and do. It sounds like a simple thing, but it's not a simple thing. If you constantly think males are better than you and you're not good enough, you're going to be constantly planning and never doing anything. I would say you've got to think and do in real time. So once you think of something, roll it out. It's not perfect, but you just get it out there and you learn from your mistakes. Two things are going to happen. Either you're going to fail so miserably that you learn very quickly, or you realize, which I think is going to happen, you know what? This is not as bad as I thought it is. I'm not as bad as I thought. I can actually do this, right? You know, there is this one client I have who is so intelligent. I mean, this lady, I always told her, if I was you, I'd take over the world, right? And I mean, she's just really, really, really fundamentally ex ex exceptional in every single respect. She's brilliant. I mean, she's just outstandingly brilliant. She's got the work ethic of a put bull on steroids, and fed Red Bull every day. And she's, you know, she's amazingly gorgeous. She could be a 1930s movie star. She's got a personality that is like butter. 
What I mean is it's smooth. It is so likable that everyone wants to be a friend. But the problem with this client is that she doesn't do anything. She spends months agonizing over what is the right thing to do so that the opportunity just flies by her. You know, I don't want to go into specifics because I think that it may be possible to identify her, but I've known her for a long time uh, because she's a long-standing client, and it amazes me that she will she will have these amazing dreams, huge dreams. She wants to do this, she wants to do that, but she doesn't do anything about it. She doesn't even, if she wants to, for example, apply for a scholarship somewhere, which she could easily get, she won't even go to the page of the scholarship to find out what the cutoff date is. And it, it actually was very saddening for me when she didn't get a scholarship she wanted because she passed the age limit for that particular scholarship because she didn't do the homework. And I said, look, have you checked the age limit for the scholarship because I understand that there's an age limit. She said, no, I didn't think about that. But everything she does is like that. She's so worried that she's not good enough, so afraid of failure, that she spends her time, all her time planning for something that she's never going to do. Because she just takes comfort in saying, okay, I'm planning, I'm planning, I'm planning, but nothing ever happens. And, and screw the planning. Just, you know, to w- quote Richard Branson, screw it, just do it, right? You're going to be a miserable failure at times, but you're also going to be a great success at the other time. The other one is, don't fall for this trap that males are better than you. Males are not better than you. We live in a society where all of the characteristics and attributes and cultures come from a male-dominated society, and you are unfortunately, you know, still seeing the um, offshoots of that. It'll take some time for that to end, but it's it's not going to happen anytime soon. So you have to just get comfortable knowing that all of these things you see, like ties on websites, like, um, you know... Um, the fact that um, some organizations just don't want to promote females into leadership positions and it's quite abnormal for them. There are still organizations today where I've seen they'll interview a female and say, well, you know, it's a male-dominated partnership. You know, it, it actually baffles me that a, that a seemingly modern society like the United Kingdom has a law that forbids hereditary and title rights from lords from being passed to their daughters. It, it's, it's impossible to do that. There's actually a law in Parliament that is now winding its way through. I think there's a law winding its way through that I mean in the UK calls itself a modern society. There are clubs today in Canada where females cannot become charter members. There are golf competitions whereby females cannot enter these these competitions. I just don't understand that. But but here's the thing I don't understand completely. The female consumer group has massive purchasing power. It's huge. It's one of the largest consumer groups in the world. Why in the hell does this consumer group not boycott these organizations as a block? I'll tell you why. Because they believe what the organizations tell them. They believe that they don't deserve to be part of these organizations. They believe that they shouldn't ha- that they don't have a right to do this. They look at an organization that has these male symbols like ties or whatever other male symbols you have on their uh, logos and they're okay with it, right? Uh, you have a vote. It's called your wallet. Vote with your wallet. If you choose not to exercise your right to vote, you can't be the person crying foul when an organization gets away with murder, right? You know, the Sunday Telegraph, I think it's called, I don't want to name the company here, but it's a Rupert Murdoch company. I have nothing against putting, you know, topless women in the back of magazine, uh, newspapers. It's their right to be there. But again, if the female population not happy with that vote with your dollars don't buy it don't just don't support the organization uh, 
Don't advertise in the newspapers. Don't support it. But the point is this. And I've said this before. Life is a matter of choice. When you choose to accept inferi- to be, uh, being inferior, you cannot complain when you are treated like being like you're inferior. You 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 can't. You you've conditioned everyone to treat you like you are not important. So why does it surprise you when the world treats you like you are not important? So I I never raised this with the with the three you know females that the stories the one who was telling me she thinks males are superior and the you know head of the ad agency and then the other PhD client I I didn't want to raise it with them because I thought that the issue was broader than these three people and I think it needs to go to a broader audience but the point I want to raise here is that you have to condition the world to treat you the way you want to be treated. Respect is your right. It's not something you earn. It's one of the stupidest statements I've ever heard in my entire life where you have to earn respect. What does that mean? You're rude to someone that you don't know. Because that's what it means. Because how can you earn something unless you know the person? So so you need to demand that respect up front. It's your right. Second, you females are the largest consumer block in the world. Why in the hell would you not use that? to get the change you want. Third, do not allow male symbols to subliminally message you that you are an inferior trollop, right? You need to push back against those things. And it starts with messaging. You know, one of the things I've always admired, and I think people know this because uh, it's, it's, I've written about it before, is I've always admired the way the state of Israel and the state of Singapore have managed themselves. You know, they're, they're, it's just remarkable what they've done with limited resources. The point is, you've got to stop the messaging because once the messaging comes out, you can't control it. An example of this I'm giving you is the Holocaust. You know, the Holocaust was obviously one of the greatest tragedies of the modern era. You could argue it's the greatest tragedy of the modern era. It's open for debate. The Armenians will tell you theirs was worse, and people in Africa will tell you this bigger tragedy. It doesn't matter. They're all a tragedy, right? But but you have to look at the way. And many people disagree with this, but but I think that you got to admire what is there to admire. The fact that how. Any positivity, positivity about the Holocaust is very, very quickly you know, pushed back by the state of Israel because as soon as these messages start going out, it becomes very easy to be accepted as common. Now, what does this have to do with women? Well, as soon as you allow messages that men are superior to go out, it starts becoming common. And you may disagree with, with me about this, but I really feel that you know, we... We've given women the right to vote, but we haven't given them the right to vote economically. And that's a much more important right. And we're, not, we're in a position where women have it better than they ever have, but they had it terribly before, so it's not really a benchmark to call upon. And now they're not allowed to complain about things, but you have a right to complain about things. And you need to push back on these things, but it starts with an internal belief. If you do not internally believe you are equal, if not better, then you are never going to act as if you are equal, if not better. And it starts internally. It always starts internally. And I always tell people, what you say, what you do, the way you act is driven by what you subconsciously think. And if what you subconsciously think is that you are inferior to males, you are always going to act as if you are inferior to males. 
when that promotion comes up and another male who's you know well dressed puts up his hand and says he wants it and he believes he's the best person subliminally and subconsciously you're going to think well maybe he is the best person let me not take him on but that's wrong it's for the greater good it's for the good of the organization to have the two best people competing for the job yeah you may lose but go after it that's my point and second one is push back against male symbols you have a right to do that and it's your obligation to do that because that's where it starts when the symbols are out there it becomes okay to talk about things it becomes okay to say males are superior to females but you've got to push back against symbols and it 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 is disappointing to me when i don't see females doing that because if you study strategy at a country level and you got to think about this very carefully the nation that controls the media always wins the war in the long term think about that for a second it's not the one with the biggest armies it's not the one with the biggest nuclear missiles the one who controls the media always wins because the media tells people what to think about themselves you know people always give ronald reagan credit for bankrupting the soviet union with the arms build up when he took control yeah he may have expedited the process but the soviet union was always going to collapse why because american media made the russian people or at least enough of them love the united states to the point that they wanted their own country to collapse i like it was a horrible system so it should have collapsed but rather than making people want to redesign their system they actually caused a massive implosion the media determines what you think about yourself and what you think about yourself determines how you will manage yourself now you have a choice here you can either block off what the media is telling you or you push back and get the media to change but ultimately it's not going to change overnight so you have to change the way you think about yourself now we've obviously tightened our screening processes at firms consulting for the mentor- for the you know coaching program we are a lot tougher in who we take in and this is one of the things i check for very carefully if i'm bringing in someone who's you know what i think beaten up in terms of their self confidence we put them through a completely different program uh, called the emerging fellows program and, and we specifically looking for a certain kind of person there but i would say that it doesn't matter whether you you know coming from some impoverished country in the world or whether you're a harvard baker scholar it comes down to confidence do you personally assuming no one could ever see what you wrote down if you had to write on a sheet of paper whether you really believe in yourself or not so believe in yourself do not believe in yourself my one question to you is you know why would anyone else believe in you when you don't believe in yourself it's not about it's not about whether you're smart it's not about whether you intellectually a genius or a gazelle skipping through the forest you've got to believe in yourself now i can give many other anecdotes and examples i'm not going to do that i think i've made my point but what i will ask is that you know when you're your female candidate do not allow society's expectation of you to determine your expectation of yourself that it would be the greatest tragedy of all and when i see that i almost want to cry when i see some enormously talented people they're telling me they are successful they're telling me they are great but i know they are not great because they don't believe in themselves because if you believe in yourself you'll automatically open up a whole lot of other opportunities and options that you had previously considered closed not only would you open up a whole lot of options you'd also bring them forward because you now believe you are ready to act on them and there's nothing wrong with being incompetent 
we're all incompetent at certain things. Just believe that you will learn over time and you're going to go ahead and do it. But but just put you know push back against male symbols because that's where it starts. You push back against the symbols and you start a completely different dialogue in the media. And and you know you can argue and say but oh we can't do this. no you can do this. You have a wallet and you have to spend your money with organizing. If you choose to spend your money with organizations that treat females as if they're you know inferior to males, no matter how subtle that treatment is, then you have made the subconscious decision or conscious, well I think it's a conscious decision, to fund an advertising campaign against women. That's what you've done. You've funded an advertising campaign against women. You have you've contributed to the diminishment of the female character and that is a tragedy and a travesty of the system.